Hello and welcome to the North American Guitars Talking Guitar podcast. I'm your host Ben and in today's session we catch up with the one and only Mr. Richard Hoover of Santa Cruz Guitars. We had a wonderful conversation catching up about how the COVID-19 pandemic has been affecting Santa Cruz Guitars, the strength of their wonderful community that they reside in, also some new innovation that they've been working on which hopefully we'll be releasing very soon. And of course, it wouldn't have been a chat if we hadn't spoken about some of the amazing guitars that we've got coming into the showroom, including a very beautiful Tripolo Alcoa. It was a wonderful conversation, and we were just so grateful that uh, Richard managed to carve out some time for us. We hope you enjoy this one. Take care, and we look forward to seeing you very soon. Good afternoon to you. Good morning to you, sir. How are you? Oh, it is. It's a glorious summer morning. And uh, I got out in it a little bit before I sat down at my workstation. So uh, I'm, I'm in a good frame of mind. Thank you. <laughs> That's awesome. What, well, thank you so much for stopping in for this Talking Guitar session with Mr. Richard Hoover. Very, very excited to be doing this with you. Thank you. Likewise, it's good to see you. It's been a long time. I know. It, do you know what's what's been so great? I, I, I've I was uh, th been thinking about doing these podcasts for a while, and um, every single every, every every single time I thought about doing them, I was thinking, oh, they're so they're going to be such a challenge to do, and I need to get a microphone <laughs> and all this sort of stuff. And then one day I was on Zoom and I saw that you could just press record, and I was like. That's brilliant. So I'm just going to now Zoom people and have a have an interview with them. You know, while that's it's great. I know the world. The world of technology that we're living in now. It's, it's welcome to the space age. <laughs> um, so, Richard, uh, how have you been? I, I, I've been asking everybody how you've been faring uh, with this uh, COVID nineteen pandemic. How's Santa Cruz Guitars been? Oh, it's a great place to start. Um, uh, I'm going to say, you know, thinking about it today, I have a little bit of survivor's guilt here. Uh, we're so blessed. We've been so lucky. Things have really gone our way. Mm. Um, we live in a really tolerant community. Um, uh, we've had great uh, community support. And um, the, uh, uh, of course, we had to shut down. And we weren't able to operate for the better part of three months. Wow. And that... I wouldn't have imagined how any business could survive that. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, a combination of government programs, uh, some good planning and some tight work, we're just starting back up again under great caution um, for uh, you know, safety, sanitation, and isolation. But throughout this thing, we had the opportunity to pause, uh, rethink, and be able to do things that we never had the time to do before. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, some of it's almost philosophical. It's the ability to have some silence yeah. um, that my life was really, abs you know, really missing in my life, the, the yeah. chance just to be quiet and uh, uh, absorb some answers. And also our ability to have more meetings and talk things through thoroughly without interruption. Yeah. So we've come out of this better off than we went into it. And I'm going to go back to what I said, the survivor's guilt. I'm, I'm personally aware of people that went through great suffering and continue to do so. You know, while there's some people trying to find enough to eat, yeah. uh, you know, we're celebrating our victory in, in uh, our, our commercial pursuits. So, yeah, I have reason to feel guilty. 
Oh, oh, I'm yeah. so, you know, I'm so happy to hear that, um, you know, that you were able to, to have that pause and reflect and that you're, you're coming out of this, you know, stronger than you, you went in, in before. Um, it's, uh, I must say, it, it was an amazing thing to sit on the sidelines and just see how, um, you know, your government was actually very quick to, to sort of assist, wasn't it, with, uh, with making sure that the, the companies were able to continue uh, through that through lockdown. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, as, as with anything bureaucratic, it's a laugh riot. Uh, there was yeah. a lot of misstarts. There's a lot of inequity. Yeah. Uh, some of it's just from uh, uh, doing new things. But also, as, as everybody knows, you know, in the, in the U.S., uh, so much of our inequity is, is institutionalized. You know, it goes back a couple of hundred years. Yeah. Um, you in the UK have had a lot more time to practice than we have. <laughs> you know, we're still feeling our way through it. And, uh, and sometimes it's really amplified. You know, as you see here, uh, a lot of us are out in the streets over this inequity, and rightly so. So it, is, um, uh, it, it hasn't been easy. Uh, but at the same time, without it, uh, we just couldn't have survived. Yeah, no. It, 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 you know, no business can go two months without income unless they were making way too much money to start with. <laughs> <laughs> I think the world is going to be a very different place coming out of this. I think that uh, it, yep. that that word "reflect" that you you said earlier on is is the theme that I've I've, I've had from every conversation that I've had um, for these podcasts. It's um, whilst uh, and also p feeling very grateful that people that you're able to continue to do your uh, to do your job and to do your role if, if that if that is having those team meetings and being able to reflect and say oh you know we always wanted to do that now we can actually talk talk about how we can make that happen and when we all get back to work you know how that's going to work logistically and also new and exciting projects like i'm sure you guys have been discussing some great exciting projects uh, that you're looking forward to starting when you get back in you know that that's absolutely true um uh i uh it's funny i've had no time on my hands to sit and worry about things i can't control and that's a blessing <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, and so you say you're uh, you're you're, you're uh, getting back uh, up and running uh, quite soon. Have you started yet? That that's right. Yeah, it's actually been a couple of weeks now, and uh, we have, um, you know, there's really, as you're well aware from suffering the news, there are no federal, there's no cohesive federal guidelines. Mm -hmm. um, uh, you know, we we run this country kind of rudderless right now, mm -hmm. uh, so it's more the state and the uh, municipality or, or the province, the county in our case. And so our county chooses to follow the state of California guidelines, and that's a staged reopening of, uh, of approaching it with caution, and in California more so than a lot of the states. And so we, we initially uh, were allowed to operate because we were in the food chain that supplied uh, retail stores that were exempt, yeah. uh, things like uh, uh, florist stationery stores or music stores. And since we supplied them, uh, we could operate. And, and, and frankly, we were just on the edge of a don't ask, don't tell thing because we needed to do something to survive. Yeah. And luckily, we were allowed to work um, with uh, social distancing, 
uh, all the precautions that we take anyway. So the nice thing for us is we work in masks and uh, gloves a lot uh, and just the nature of our work. People are, are, have, have distance from each other. So that and, uh, uh, you know, the washing of hands, the sanitation, the being courteous to each other, and just a new way of thinking. Yeah. And it's still ongoing. We're still discovering. So um, uh, it's, it's a way for people to practice uh, kindness, courtesy, care for each other. That's not a bad thing. And I'm with you. I hope it changes us forever. Yeah. And it, hope we, yeah. I hope we continue on with this. Yeah. So it's working. It's, uh, uh, it's working. Uh, the administration, uh, which isn't very many of us, work mostly from home. Mm -hmm. uh, and take turns going in, you know, to minimize the exposure. And of course, we're not doing tours, which is hardly unfortunate because not only is that one of the greatest ways for us to tell our story, but I get endless entertainment and meeting new people and doing the tours. Yeah, well, I've, I have been on one of those tours and it is an amazing thing to, uh, to go around the Santa Cruz uh, workshop. It really is. Thanks for that. Well, hopefully someday. Yeah, exactly. Well, I look forward if anybody hasn't done it yet, and they absolutely have. Uh, when you're back up and running again, you've got to go down and check it out. Um, and everybody's well, Caroline, the team are all well? Yeah, we have, um, uh, you know, I don't know anybody personally who's uh, contracted the disease. But again, in our abundance of caution, which is the buzzword here, mm. we've had uh, three different people tested because what would have been um, uh, just a, a, a someone with a, a cough or a cold that may or may not have gone home in the past, now uh, we're having tested and they stay away for an appropriate period of time. Mm. So there's a lot of, lot of uh, management. So far, everyone's been negative, and that's great. That is great. Um, but testing, testing wasn't available uh, for us until uh, oh, almost... Um, the end of April. Yeah, I think, well, I think it's been a bit of a running theme there. Um, and he, certainly over uh, this, uh, certainly in, in the UK, it's, it's been slow, um, but seems to be up and running now. So, so yeah. I, I, what I'd love to ask you um, is how do you think that this, do you think that this will have an effect? Obviously it's having a big effect on the live music scene with, with uh, musicians not being able to gig. Um, do, you, do you see uh, this, COVID-19 having a big impact on guitar shows? Like, you know, there's talks, obviously, Summer Nam was canceled. There's talk about, you know, potentially, is Nam gonna go ahead? Do you think it's gonna be a big change? Um, you know, I, I, I know that's a very serious question. <laughs> Probably is too serious for this level. Try not to <laughs> laugh here, but you see, like, what convention, what music venue, <laughs> what, you know, festival, there is just none, and there's none on the horizon. Uh, there's a lot of optimism. Uh, NAM, our you know, trade organization, National Association of Music Merchants, which runs the big NAM show twice a year, has no trouble collecting our deposits and our money for the January <laughs> show. Uh, but will we be in a position to be able to gather by then uh, in, that, in that, you know, let me put it this way. You ask, will it have an effect? It's had a devastating effect because a performing musician only only options are to uh, teach from home, perform from home, uh, uh, find some way to monetize uh, online what mm. they do. And that's a really different thing. 
So uh, musicians reeling from uh, uh, the the effect of the internet on the on monetizing music was people are still trying to figure out how to make a living when you can't sell records, right? Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. You know, we we add to that the fact now that you can't perform, and that was the that was the default for a lot of working musicians Absolutely. was um, okay. We can't rely on CD sales. We got to go back out and sell tickets. Mm. So now that you can't do that. Um, people are scrambling and people are suffering. Yeah. Um, uh, the uh, the working musicians, there's only so many uh, online services that can be done, and a lot of people didn't keep up to speed on that. So that's just the that's the performing musician. And then we have um, we have the trade shows on the big end, which uh, the the Mesta was canceled, which you know the Frankfurt Music Mesta, yeah. which may have been a mercy killing, you know. Mm. Um, but, uh, the, uh, uh, summer NAM, uh, and now the winter NAM is in question. Uh, all the festivals that we hope to go to, I had, I had planned on being in Germany and Japan and China in, in, in the time that we've been closed. And, and those are just completely out of the question. Mm -hmm. So it's not, uh, how it'll affect it is how do we reinvent, um, our service to others with this and that's a that's an ongoing thing yeah and absolutely. it's and it's big it's yeah, really good yeah absolutely it's funny i, I, I got a good friend of mine uh, a guy called bruce dickinson who um he runs a college in brighton uh, called water bear and uh, it's a really he did a lot of online stuff uh, they also have a have a premises but he was doing um i saw a pod it was either a, it was either a, an instagram live or something um but he had an interview with uh, this touring musician who was trying to figure out exactly what you were talking about, like how to monetize <laughs> doing gigs. And he did this great thing, which was a, a kind of like a Zoom call, but in order to log on to the Zoom call, you had to pay an entrance fee of like, you know, five pounds. Um, and he got a whole group of people on this Zoom call and he'd set up, I don't know how he'd done the audio side of things. And then he did the gig and he was talking to everybody and took questions and everybody could see each other. And, and then at the end, he then says, I'm going to send you a link to my merchandise store. If you want to buy a CD, grab a CD. And Good I'm job. Buying some. And I thought to myself, wow, that is one incredible you know, way to, you know, try to keep going, you know, in this, in this crazy time. Because I remember when I was a musician and I was doing, you know, schlepping up and down the country with a guitar on my back and a piano on the other side that, I used to, uh, you know, merchandise and selling CDs. That was your bread and butter. And if you, if you, that's right. You know, you, you know, couldn't get out and do that, then um, yeah, I was really tough. Um, but yeah, the whole, the whole, the Nam show in question. It's, um, it's, a, it's a, it's a scary proposition to not think of having that. Well, a just to see you and see the wonderful booth. That's a scary. Yeah. Not to see, not to, for that. Let's go ahead. Which hopefully, uh, hopefully that will. Um, yeah, I can't. I can't begin to tell you the importance of that gathering. Yeah, and uh, you know this this interview that's not big enough scope to go deeply into that, and I won't waste your time on the detail. But uh, you know, oh. the world, and I say friends in a real real term because many of these people I've seen thirty times, you know, only once a year. But I've watched yeah. their children grow up through uh, photographs and heard the stories, and it's uh, the the nature of the relationship is is dense. It's like being stuck in an elevator with someone, you know, yeah. you know, their life 
a story in 18 minutes. And yeah. uh, you may be closer to them than you are people you see every day. Yeah, yeah. And also for you, it's particularly difficult because you're constantly being filmed by people and doing interviews. <laughs> but by the end of the by the end of the show, you must be absolutely exhausted. Um, well, as, as we look at this, you know, Zoom context, and we learn to do it, I'm becoming more comfortable uh, with this format, and I can see. Oh, connection's gone a bit there. The joys of doing a Zoom uh, podcast. You had to perform by leaving a message on the telephone, right? So, yeah, yeah. So I've come a long ways. I lost you a little bit there. The connection, the connection broke out a tiny bit there. But uh, that, that's probably my fault. And if we do have problems with that, then you can call me on my phone and we can do the audio that way. Yeah, sure. Okay. It's um, I mean, it's it's holding up okay at the moment. Um. Okay. Uh, and I know, and I know you're a very busy man, so I don't want to keep you too long. Well, I'm busy with you, and it's my great pleasure. Compared to what else I'll do today. Let's keep going. <laughs> You're too kind, Richard. Um, well, one thing I one thing I wanted to to say, which I thought was was really interesting, is I'm just jumping back a little bit to the um, to, to the musicians at home. We we launched this thing called the Academy on our website. Yeah. We we teamed up with a few players like Tony McManus, and uh, we also teamed up with uh, you know Will McNichol and Stuart Ryan, and we you know. Prior to COVID, um, I wanted to start because we have lots of lovely customers and friends coming onto the website and you know seeing our newsletters and more often than not coming just to look at beautiful guitars that we've brought in. And uh, it was really something that we thought would be great to get in our favorite musicians to do. It's great to do just do a little lesson and do a little course. And yeah, since we, since we kind of we were giving them away free in our newsletters, and then just as we got into COVID, we said, well, you know, let's, let's see if more people want to do it and. So many people jumped on board uh, and it's a great way to really, you know, showcase an instrument uh, and to, to show it in, in, a, in the hands of a professional. Um, and yeah, and, and that was really fun, but it's, it's a, that whole, the world of e-learning now and because everybody's been locked down and looking at a screen probably far too much, um, it's been a great time for, for, for guitar lovers. We've certainly found that here at the North American Guitar. You know, people have been, you know, very lucky that people have been buying guitars um, and um, you know constantly calling up saying I can't download the link to Stuart Ryan playing the Santa Cruz <laughs> you know I want to know how to do that um, but uh, but it's been yeah it's been a, a, a real joy and even Caroline said that you know she's so lovely she's keeping contact with me and she's sending me links to uh, funny articles about people playing guitars at home oh that's beautiful isn't it yeah I love that <laughs> And so, do you um, do you have any exciting plans or any 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 anything uh, sort of up your sleeve that you're uh, you can't wait to get back to when you get back? That's that's really amusing. I'm usually prepared for that, especially going into an interview because I know that's going to be a question. <laughs> and and, uh, and everything right now is new and exciting, but it's really on the mundane level. Uh, it, it's um, uh, you know how just like the musicians, how do we operate in this new paradigm when the way we tell our story, the way we promote ourselves um, is truncated? We, we can't do it uh, by, uh, by me personally showing up places. So uh, uh, the, um, uh, the plans that we have as far as being able to do things on video, to be able to write more um, is not real exciting to you to hear about but it sure is exciting to me 
because at this station in life, I'm learning a new way to communicate, right? Yeah. Uh, with, with everyone. Uh, but at the same time, it's really important to say here, what I am learning is uh, uh, I'm relearning the things that are truly important here. Um, the, the, the real reason we survived this is our bank account of goodwill. Yeah. And uh, 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 without it, we would have faced problems that money couldn't have solved. Yeah. Uh, but, but based on our friendships in the business um, that were developed by us extending one little kindness at a time over years, uh, when the chips are down, uh, our vendors, um, our clients, and so forth, have patience with us. They know our character, and uh, um, we'll pull through. And it just, you know, again, what the illustration here is, what's new is old, is that your best bank account is your bank account of goodwill and uh, uh, the return you get on the actions, you know, that you do every day. So uh, uh, I know I know what you're looking for is what's the next big thing here? You know, of course, we've got... Uh, we've got new models that we were working on uh, that we hope to come out. Of course, we're planning on launching things at the NAM show, and we'll f find new ways to go about that. A lot of our innovations right now, and let me answer your question directly, is you know that we've been real innovators in the guitar business because we've concentrated on the quality of sound of the instrument, mm. and that's pretty unusual, you know. Uh, most of it's about marketability uh, uh, through endorsement, um, uh, uh, cosmetics, and things like that. So w my background coming from the violin tradition is we put a lot, a lot of effort in controlling the sound of the guitar and manipulating the sound guitar for custom. So my career goal is to be able to put that into a scientific vocabulary uh, that I can pass it on, uh, that is useful to others. So we've been working intently with um, the science behind uh, not only how our guitars sound, but how we control that and how we do it. So we've got some really fascinating equipment that we're working with and uh, a lot of consultants, um, uh, a lot of guitar players that we know that are in the acoustic physics business. Um, and uh, we have equipment and uh, uh, know-how in this that were way beyond our uh, ability to hire, you know, again, it's through the goodwill. So measuring sound, measuring velocity of vibration in wood, me measuring uh, the effects of density, and uh, this be kind of snoozing, uh, but wait for the results on this. This is going to be really, really fun. Oh, wow. So we've been able to put a lot of time in that because that's a lot of things we can do on Zoom. That is awesome. That is so exciting. Wow. It, it is cool. It's very, very cool. Um, and we, uh, when I, I spoke with Caroline and um, I was sort of, uh, I asked that question, when can I get an order in? <laughs> when, yeah. When we, and I, and as, soon as, uh, as soon as she very kindly replied and said, there are some guitars, you know, they're, 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 you know we can spec out some guitars. And I literally just jumped at the chance. And we've got some. Thank you. We've got some beautiful, beautiful guitars coming in. Uh, and one, the one that I'm particularly excited about is the is the triple o all coa that um oh yeah yeah because your coat your coat is always just outrageous your your you've always got such incredible um 
wood inventory. And I remember when I came and visited you, you showed me literally just raw trees. Like they could not be, literally like they were just big, big raw trees. And you were like, this is going to make some fantastic guitars. Uh, Co is dear to my heart. You know, it's a beautiful, beautiful wood. And uh, 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 the, uh, we introduced that, I'm going to say reintroduced it. It had been popular in the Hawaiian craze of the 30s. Uh, but in the early 70s, we uh, it reintroduced that, and it was hard uh, to get that accepted. Um, but it's a beautiful tongue wood. It's a beautiful wood. And the uh, fact that we have such nice stuff is there's a couple of secrets there. One is you get what you pay for. Um, mm. You could buy, yeah, it could be a serviceable used pickup truck for what we pay for a setup. <laughs> and it's also the nature of, of a, a career-long relationship uh, with people directly in Hawaii. Uh, mm -hmm. They're very protective of that resource with good cause and to get that that wood is really mm -hmm. um, a product of a relationship rather than just paying the cost for it. So you're getting the good stuff for sure. Well, I, there's no doubt that I, I, absolutely I can't wait to get my hands on that guitar amongst many others that we've got coming in. Um, I wanted to uh, just to ask you we're talking about the woods is when we met uh, at the NAM show last year, just before, oh, very well. just before we'd open up Teenag Nashville, I, I, I wanted to, uh, obviously collaborating with, uh, with, with him at Cotton Music, I, I wanted to, you, you produced an egg, you gave me an egg as a gift, yeah, and, and, right. and, it was, and you'd written on it, dear Ben, and, and you told me, tell me a little bit about that New Zealand wood, because it's such a great yeah. story. Yeah, well, we, you know, we use old wood uh, because it makes better sounding guitars, um, uh, period. And uh, that, that's just, that is just what we do. But it's not just uh, the sound of it. It is when we use old wood, we're not cutting the living tree, which is dear to my heart at reclamation. So uh, when we use these, these um, unobtainable woods, like we're talking about the New Zealand cowrie here. Uh, it's not because I, I, I'm uh, spoiling the punchline here. This wood is is over forty five thousand years old. Uh, forty five thousand years is just the uh, the the parameter where you can't uh, get any measure any older with carbon dating. Um, so we don't have to have wood that old to make a great sounding guitar, but it's an attention seeking device to be able to tell people the story of reclamation and why it's a good thing. Yeah. Right. Um, we're not cutting living trees to make instruments. They sound better and you do a good thing when you use them. So this wood was, um, the, this forest was buried in a, in a, a cataclysm. Um, in fact, the Maori, um, oral tradition sounds a lot like the biblical flood. Um, uh, tectonic plates uh, scratched across each other, and that created a volcano, tsunami, earthquake, uh, fire from the sky. You know, this, for this forest was buried instantly, and uh, 45,000 years later, some of these intact trees come to the surface, and that's what this is being harvested from. Uh, it's a real precious resource. It's really a, a big obligation because this is the provenance of the Maori people. So it has to come through all the right sources. Um, and it's real wood. It's not petrified. It's not fossilized. 
and it's and it's beautiful in its own way. It's uh, a subtle, deep flame that that looks as spooky as it should for yeah. being forty-five thousand years old. <laughs> so we've made uh, uh, several guitars on this, and we have enough material to to either make a, a healthy limited edition or some just some special guitars over time. So that little egg that I gave you is a sample of that. And, uh, uh, you know, also my appreciation for not only what you do, but for our friendship. Uh, and uh, that story is, is really, uh, it's really fun. It's really exciting. And now you know why. It's just not a marketing thing to have something new to talk about. But um, it's both functional and it's both uh, an attention-seeking device for reclamation. Yeah, absolutely. And it resonates with everything that is Santa Cruz guitars. You know, that's the thing. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah it it, uh, it was too, it was almost too good to be true to find <laughs> this. Now, one one drawback is I really had enjoyed these record-setting uh, events. We got the uh, the uh, ghost oak uh, from the Czech Republic that had been uh, buried for eight thousand years, and I thought, well, that's the end of that. We won't be making uh, guitars out of anything older than that. And then this comes along and shatters all expectations. We won't have, uh, I don't think we're going to ever see anything older than this. No, definitely not. And do you know what's, what's what the funniest thing about that egg, just to, just, to, just to let you know, out of all of the toys that I buy my son, who's two years <laughs> old, the only thing he ever wants to play with is that egg. That makes me really happy. It's got a vibe, doesn't it? You know, it would be on my desk, and then I'll, I'll, I'll look around, I'll be like, where's the egg? And then suddenly I'll look, and Dougie is sort of in the distance somewhere, running away with it. I'm like, bring the egg back. Um, <laughs> that's, a test, that's an awesome testimony. <laughs> um, so, um, you know, it, it, you must, do you ever get, you know, this is a, more and more about you, just as a human, the wonderful human that you are. Do you ever, take a minute to step back and just think about how influential you've been on the lives of so many luthiers and how you've helped with their careers. I mean, I know that's a kind of tough question to sort of answer, but you know, there are so many phenomenal luthiers, you know, out there, Scott Walker, Stephen Strom, you know, the list goes on and on and on that you have trained and worked with um, and, you know, were kind of the foundation of, of their career. That, that must feel amazing to see that and to, to see them growing and doing so well. You know, uh, that's really flattering. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of struggling. Maybe I just want to shut up and listen. <laughs> uh, it, it is, let, me, let me just start here. None of us really know where we are, you know. Um, uh, we, we hear what the world may think of us. Uh, we can read about ourselves. Uh, but it's, it's, it's a little bit of a disconnect uh, from our own perceptions. And um, uh, what it is, it's an affirmation. And, and I'm, I'm fiercely proud of, of all of these guys. And they're, they're really a, a, a byproduct of what Santa Cruz Guitar Company is. And Santa Cruz Guitar Company isn't, um, uh, well, let's say, we make guitars, but guitars are the vehicle. You know, guitars are the vehicle for the message. And each of these guys that you've talked about have learned that as much as they learned uh, woodworking. And that's, that's my legacy, 
That's our legacy. And it's very gratifying because the legacy isn't my name or uh, uh, some edifice or um, even a body of work and guitars. It's what carries on in the, um, uh, in the uh, philosophies and the attitudes of how these guys do business. And that's, that's really what we are about. And I talked about it a bit before in this bank of goodwill that we rely on at times like this. But, um, you know, a lot of us uh, miss the point of our real gratification comes from uh, doing things for others, you know, uh, helping other people. There's nothing that makes you feel better. And so is this altruistic that I'm doing this um, selflessly or is it something I do because it makes me feel good? Well, it really doesn't matter, does it? Because the results are what tells about it. And uh, I'm, I'm going to credit two of my mentors, uh, uh, Bruce McGuire and, and James Patterson, that were both uh, builders that helped me out. And each of them independently uh, uh, told me I could repay them by passing this on in the same spirit. They didn't charge me. They gave freely of their time. And uh, I've carried that uh, throughout, and it's paid off really, really well. It's maladaptive to keep secrets, right? There's nothing in it for you to keep stuff secret. You get back a lot more than you give, and I'm a rich guy because of that. Ah, oh, well, that is beautiful. That's a, what an answer. Um, do you think you'll ever write a book? I think you should write a book. <laughs> you know, oh, what, I love to write. Uh, I wish I had the discipline on this. Now, remember what I said about none of us really know where we are. It's funny to me. It seems that my, my, uh, you know, the plodding along left foot, right foot day to day, how could that be of interest to anybody? Right. Um, uh, I need somebody else's perspective. So I could use some help for that. You know, so let's get busy. <laughs> Richard, uh, I can't thank you enough for taking this time just to drop in and have a chat with me. It's uh, so lovely to see your face and uh, thank goodness our internet sort of managed. Oh, this feels great. It's yeah. been a long time. Yeah, I know. It really, and again, the, you know, just reflecting on the whole COVID-19 pandemic, as horrific as, you know, as, it, as it has been for many, you know, we are very grateful that we were able to um, you know, still be here and still connecting. And, and this Zoom thing, I, I talk about it all the time, not just on these podcasts, but it's just so lovely to be, I can't believe, oh, yeah. I, I can't believe I've yeah. not been doing this for years, you know, just to be able to drop in, even if it's just a quick half uh -huh. an hour chat, you know, it's like you're, you're just sitting having a coffee with somebody. Although, as I said to, as a new Luthi, we're working with a guy, a guy called GR Bear, I was chatting away to him and, uh, I said, uh, well, you should be having a cup of coffee and it's probably getting near enough for me to have a beer. So I, I, yeah. might, I, I might, one of these Zooms, I might do that. Although I am still still in the office. Yeah, it, it is funny, uh, you know, watching the people on TV and uh, working from, newscasters working from home, what is their background like? You know, <laughs> how come I don't have an image enhancer and the proper lighting, right? <laughs> yeah. We'll get there. I can't wait. I can't wait to uh, to, to get back out to uh, to the US and uh, and hopefully uh, once we're all traveling again, we would absolutely myself and Kim and the teenage team would just love to do a, do a showcase and have you over at the store. We would love that. You you know of course you're always welcome, and uh, you know we have an embarrassment of riches and natural beauty 
here. And uh, this time we'll get out a little bit and see some wonders of nature when you come. Yeah, that would be great. There is there's that fantastic picture, last thing before I go, or for you go rather, there's that fantastic picture of that enormous tree that you're standing <laughs> Just briefly tell me, just tell me where you are when you have that picture taken. This is um, uh, Henry Cal State Park, and it was actually one of the first uh, 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 natural wonders that was protected way back in the 30s. And you know, the whole, the whole of Santa Cruz Mountains was logged to rebuild San Francisco after the 1906 earthquake. And uh, most of the uh, you know, native or virgin trees were taken down. And this is, a, this is an area where everything is as it was uh, 10, 20, 30, 40,000 years ago. And you can walk through this area and uh, it's far enough away, it's silent, it's beautiful. Any season is just really, really moving. And that one tree that we're looking at, uh, if I'm not mistaken, is, is actually um, several trees that have grown together from the, the, the ring, uh, the root ring of a mammoth that would have lived at the dawn of time, right? Wow. So these trees that we're looking at are probably uh, 1,500 uh, to 2,000 years old. Wow. and uh, maybe up to 100 meters tall. And they grew from an even larger tree at that time. So uh, who knows, you know, you, you, this is what it might have looked like to the dinosaurs. <laughs> so this is a beautiful, beautiful place. Not only do I love going there myself, but I love bringing people from out of town, out of the country that just aren't used to seeing that kind of forest. It is really moving and you know i i've told you this before and i want other people to, to know this uh when i'm in that environment and i look at these trees i see something completely different than i than i do when i'm working with wood um i don't look at these trees as if they're a resource for guitar making you know they're spectacular in themselves so that's a long answer that tree probably has a name and i'll look it up for you uh but that truly is awesome. I can go up there anytime. And I, and I, when I walk out, I'm thinking, what was that I was worried about earlier? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And Richard, one last thing before you go, I've just remembered, I've just got to quickly show you this. Hang on. Sorry. I, we just recently got in. This is, I think, I might be wrong, but I think that this is a 1998 F. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, and it's in a, one of the most amazing sets of Indian rosewood, and I and I, it arrived. It was a, a, a really lovely customer of us, customer of ours, and she sent it up here, and uh, we did a bit of work on it for her. And um, I walked past it, and I hadn't played it, and I walked past it, and every now and again, I think oh, I'll just have a little play of that. And I picked this guitar up, right, and I reckon I blinked, and it was like forty-five minutes later. Ah, this this thing, awesome. this thing is just—it's unbelievable. It, I, I honestly, I was tempted to call her up and say, "Can I buy it off you?" Because it's such a great stuff. And when when I was holding, I was thinking, "I wonder, I wonder if Richard had his hands on this." I bet he, I bet, I bet this 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 definitely was. Nineteen ninety-eight. Yeah, you can be sure. <laughs> well, I will. I won't serenade you, but I will say, just thank you for um for just 
every day doing what you do and uh, delivering to the world such phenomenal instruments. We are very, very proud to represent your beautiful brand. You're really kind. Um, let me let me give a quick shout out uh, for Carolyn. You mentioned Carolyn a couple of times, and anybody that deals with her knows that she's really the heartbeat of Santa Cruz guitar. And uh, you guys have a close relationship that goes beyond just your business together. Uh, but I'm I'm super grateful for her. I wish that we were uh, in the same place at the same time and could have joined in on this. But yeah. um, anyway, thanks. Yeah, thanks for your support of her in this and uh, my support to you guys and all your endeavors and that you all stay healthy, safe and happy. Thank you so much, Richard. Have an amazing rest of day. Enjoy your next coffee. And I can't, <laughs> wait, I can't wait to see you very soon. OK, buddy, go with God and I'll look forward to next time. Take care. Thank you. Bye.